everyone, it's Josh on Blockchain DXP and today is the 13th of October 2022 and the global cryptocurrency market is definitely not looking good at all. Now in yesterday's episode, I did have 5 breaking news and I was hoping that that would actually pump the price of cryptocurrencies. Unfortunately, that has not had a positive impact on the global crypto market. As a matter of fact, the global cryptocurrency market has gone down. And as of today, the 13th of October, it is down to $918 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.07%. In today's episode, we are going to be explaining the price-related information of the global cryptocurrency market. We'll be looking at the market share, 24-hour volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. What I've been doing lately is I'm also going to be looking at the market share of the top 5 cryptocurrency platforms. The big news today is the CPI numbers or the inflation numbers which will be out at 8.30 in the morning Eastern Standard Time. So it will be roughly around 3.30 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. Now based on the inflation numbers, it's going to be really interesting to see the impact it has on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing two mainstream articles that are CNBC and Bloomberg and what are their thoughts on the inflation numbers and how that is affecting the stock market. Now listen guys, it's so critical to look at information from the first source. And day before yesterday, I did actually talk about where to look at information so far as the inflation numbers is out. And in today's episode, we'll be looking at inflation numbers and we'll also be discussing where does Bitcoin fit into inflation. Now regarding Bitcoin, there's a massive event taking place in Amsterdam and it is if not one of the biggest events in Bitcoin. And one of the speakers, Greg Foss, did actually say that Bitcoin is a hedge against inflation. So I'll be talking more information about Bitcoin Amsterdam event and where you can watch the recap of day one. In today's episode, I'm also very briefly going to be talking about the Glassnode's weekly insight and CoinShares weekly blog which they provide via Medium. Now regarding UAE, we have two news. And both the news are absolutely positive for the city of Dubai. The first news is regarding 21 shares and they have listed Bitcoin ETP on Nasdaq Dubai. So absolutely brilliant news. And the second news is for DMCC Crypto Center and the members will get access to 150 million accelerator fund by Brink. And we'll be talking about how Brink is associated with Omnico brands as well. So definitely loads to uncover in today's episode. So welcome everyone, it's 18 here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And of this series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. Now tomorrow, that is Friday, I do have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out those episodes as well. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. So guys, please follow me on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. 
Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gov Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights creep on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. Next, Vertex Events have organized the first ever blockchain summit in the history of the World Expo on 10th to 11th of October 2021 at Dubai Expo 2022. Now, they are planning to organize a two-day blockchain summit in 2022 on the 14th and 15th of October at Grand Hyatt Dubai UAE. And Blockchain Dubai Summit is one of the most innovative and interactive summits in the Middle East. Industry leaders from the world of blockchain, digital assets will gather to discuss advantages of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFT and metaverse, a brilliant event to network with leading personalities in the space. There are a couple of packages and opportunities for sponsorship, so click on the link below to know everything about Vortex events and the website is vortexgroups.ae or also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxv.com. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet and this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in and Ledger Wallets a hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France, and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where ledger kicks in so click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast it is a brilliant way to support this podcast so what are you waiting for the link is in the show notes below now since you've taken care of that let's look at the price of the global crypto market which unfortunately is not doing good and with inflation numbers going to be released in the next few hours it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the global crypto market now, as of today, 13th of October, the global crypto market is at $918 billion. And yesterday, guys, 
I had five massive news regarding the crypto market and I was hoping that that would actually pump the global crypto market. Unfortunately, it reduced the global crypto market and since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.07% and the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours was only $44.15 billion. Now this is surprising because via LinkedIn, all the news was regarding the top farm news that I was discussing. That was mostly about Google's partnership with Coinbase and how Web3 and cryptocurrencies are planning to go mainstream. Unfortunately, since the last 24 hours, the global crypto market has gone down by 10.05%. The total volume in DeFi is ridiculously low and it is down to $2.41 billion. And the total value locked in DeFi is only at $53.61 billion with MakerDAO counting for 14.16% and $7.59 billion is locked in the MakerDAO protocol. Now listen to this guys. DeFi only accounts for 5.45% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. In 2020 and 2021, DeFi on its worst day used to still account for 15 to 16% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Unfortunately now, it is in single digits and unfortunately as of today 13th of October, DeFi accounts for only 5.45% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume definitely definitely not good the volume of stable coins is once again ridiculously low at only 41.54 billion dollars and stable coin accounts for 94.10% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and look guys unfortunately stable coins is turning out to be a safe haven for the cryptocurrency world and this is not ideal at all because if you truly understand how stablecoin works, they work similar to banks. A lot of the stablecoins, they don't even have an open blockchain, so definitely not ideal. Now what's really worrisome is out of this $41.54 billion, Tether USDT still accounts for a majority of the chunk with $32.07 billion and USDC accounts for $2.89 billion and Binance USD accounts for $5.04 billion. Now let's quickly look at the market share, 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and unfortunately, there is not much going on in Ethereum and looks like ever since the merge, Ethereum market share has been consistently going down and the difference between the market share of Bitcoin and Ethereum has been increasing quite a lot and as of today, 13th of October, Bitcoin's market share is at $366 billion, whereas Ethereum's market share is down to $158 billion. The 24-hour trading volume also reflects the same. Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $24 billion, whereas Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume is only $8 billion. And the dominance, surprisingly, between Bitcoin and Ethereum has been consistent for almost six weeks now. Bitcoin's dominance is at 39.90% and Ethereum's dominance is at 17.30%. Now, I've been looking at the smart contract platform since the past few days and Ethereum has a market share of $158 billion. Now, Binance BNB is at $43.54 billion but Cardano looks like it has gone down by $1 billion and as of today, the market share of Cardano is $12.84 billion 
in Solana is at $11.02 billion and Polkadot is at $7.06 billion. And once again, these numbers are definitely not ideal considering the fact that the world is heading towards recession. Now let's look at the price of the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is currently at $19,109. Now there is a very high possibility after the inflation numbers are up, the prices could either swing up or it could swing down. Now listen guys, every time Jerome Powell goes live and when he announces the inflation numbers, for the next few hours, the prices do not reflect any changes. Once mainstream media starts covering these news, they tend to add their own interpretation. That's when the prices tend to fluctuate. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what the inflation numbers are. Now going back to the price of Bitcoin, since the last 24 hours it is up by 0.06% and since the last 7 days it is down by 6.10%. Ethereum is currently at $1,286 and since the last 24 hours it is marginally up by 0.14% and since the last 7 days it is down by 6.33%. Binance Coin is steady at $269 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.75%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by minus 9.07%. So guys, the massive news today is about the inflation numbers. And the CPI data is scheduled to be released via the Bureau of Labor Statistics website at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Jerome Powell, who is the chair of the Federal Reserve, he will be live on YouTube explaining what the inflation numbers are. Now listen guys, I really urge you guys to go out and look at information from the first source what happens is mainstream medias they often try to mislead information and give out their interpretation instead of looking at information from mainstream media what i strongly recommend is listen to jerome powell explains what the inflation numbers are and during that session there are also press members who keep asking him notorious questions so it's really important that you truly understand the questions few months ago he was asked over eight times if the U.S. is in recession and each and every time he mentioned that U.S. is not in recession and what happens is mainstream media, they put out headline, U.S. is in recession. That's one of the reasons why I strongly recommend listen to Jerome Powell and go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. Now, in the Federal Reserve Board website, they have explained how inflation is calculated. So, essentially, what they do is they group a lot of things under one particular area and based on that they determine the consumer price index information. Talking a little bit about mainstream media, CNBC has reported that stocks rise as investors look ahead to key consumer inflation data. Now with midterm election next month, it would be really interesting to see what the numbers are. The midterm elections are taking place on the 8th of November. Now the article that CNBC has put up also states if inflation stays high, the central bank is more likely to continue its aggressive path of interest rate hikes to bring it back into check. That means the rates will continue to rise and may stay high for longer than market expects. Now listen guys, two weeks from now, Jerome Powell will be updating on the interest rate hikes as well. So after the inflation numbers are out, after approximately two weeks or so, Jerome Powell once again goes to YouTube and explains the interest rate hike. And Bloomberg has also published an article that states, US core inflation is seen returning to a 40-year high 
as rent rises and they feel that the report is expected to keep the Federal Reserve on the path to big November rate hike. So most likely the inflation numbers will strongly determine the interest rate hike. And guys, one thing you need to understand that the whole goal of the Federal Reserve Board and Jerome Powell is to get the inflation numbers to 2%. Now it might take a couple of years for that thing to happen. So the big question is, where does Bitcoin fit into inflation? Now unfortunately, Bitcoin has failed as a hedge against inflation, but stablecoins on the other hand, they have acted as a hedge against inflation for the cryptocurrency world. Cointelegraph, they did publish an article last month that shared reasons why stablecoins are ideal instruments against inflation. Now the article did look at information regarding Turkey, Nigeria and Argentina and it was a really informative article that talked about inflation and they matched it with stablecoin volume and Tether USDT was one of the most stable coin used in Turkey, Nigeria and Argentina. So I would really recommend you guys to go out and read through it. Unfortunately, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies were not used in Turkey, Nigeria and Argentina in comparison to stable coins. So the big question is, are stable coins turning out to be a safe hedge against inflation? Now Greg Foss, he had an interview with Jeff Booth and Daniel Leclerc at the Bitcoin Amsterdam event, they actually discussed has Bitcoin's inflation hedge narrative failed? Now, Greg Foss does actually believe that Bitcoin is still a hedge against monetary inflation. Now, personally, I do not agree to it because if you look at it, unfortunately, Bitcoin is not helping the inflation situation. One thing you also need to understand when Bitcoin maximalists or Bitcoin advocates talk about Bitcoin being a hedge against inflation, there is a very high possibility that they have their own self-interest in promoting Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin does have, if not one of the biggest events in this year, and that takes place on the 12th till the 14th of this month. And the event is called as Bitcoin Amsterdam. And look, guys, yesterday someone asked me about how the events in Jitex Global are, particularly Future Blockchain Summit and Xverse, and I did share my opinion. But the Bitcoin Amsterdam event is probably the holy grail of Bitcoin events. Some real heavy duty speakers are at the event and one of my favorite politicians that is Nigel Farage who is a former member of the European Parliament who was one of the key person for making Brexit happen is also going to be talking about Bitcoin. So definitely brilliant stuff. Now, if you do want to find out they did publish a YouTube video which gives a recap of day one. So you can go to Bitcoin Magazine's YouTube channel and look at the recap of day one. The video is well over six hours long, but definitely, definitely worth it. Now guys, let's briefly talk about some technical information. Now every week, Glassnotes provides weekly insight about Bitcoin. This week's insight states that Bitcoin has remarkably been stable and has gained ground against many assets. And this week's article is a little bit different in the sense the article undertakes a series of studies assessing the behavior of whale-sized entities and quite a lot more. And one thing which I often say regarding glass nodes, if you are a technical nerd and are into graphs, you definitely need to check out glass nodes weekly insight. Now in this particular insight, they've also started a new terminology called as accumulation trend score. So definitely go ahead and check that out. Now guys, along with glass nodes, coin shares, which is one of my favorite, because it's much more easier to understand 
They tend to provide a weekly blog via Medium and this week's blog states that 10% of short Bitcoin saw outflows last week and Ethereum saw minor outflows totaling $2.2 million last week and they say that this could be because of hesitancy among investors post the merge date and this accurately reflects the data that I've been providing every day. Now at the beginning of the podcast I do explain the market share, the 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and looks like the whole narrative by the rumors sell the news is definitely working so far as the Ethereum merge news is concerned. Now guys let's talk about two news regarding UAE but before we move on to two crypto and blockchain news regarding UAE I have two news regarding obstacle course race in UAE. The first news is about Spartan race and they have a massive event in December the world championship and this is the second time they have the world championship event in Abu Dhabi and guys I have a standalone episode with Spartan race founder Joe Cena talking about Spartan race NFT and Sean who's the chief technology officer was also in the podcast and Calvin who's one of the OGs in the NFT space was at the podcast as well. So we discussed from a business point of view why did Spartan race decide to go ahead and launch its NFT what were the challenges and quite a lot more. So please check out those episodes it is a standalone episode talking more about NFTs and not so much regarding obstacle course race. And the second message is also about obstacle course race and my favorite one that is Tough Mudder. And listen guys I'm on a mission to do my 100th Tough Mudder so check both the messages now. The first message is from Spartan. Now Spartan is a global fitness brand with 10 million strong community. They create transformational events, experiences, products and content to help people, companies and team tear down boundaries and expand what they believe to be possible. From day one, nearly two decades ago, They've been champions of human transformation and they live to help people get outside, eat healthy and develop habits that lead to a life of constant progress. With families of brands, they push people from every corner of the globe outside the comfort zone and immerse them in a world of tough fitness and elite sports. Now they do this because you can face and overcome adversity head on and your potential is limitless. Now this year in December, in Abu Dhabi, the land of gazelle, Thousands of athletes and spectators will gather at the metropolis in the desert to compete for Spartan immortality. This is a unique opportunity to watch the world's best obstacle course race athletes compete for world championship and have your group conquer the course themselves. The massive event takes place from the 2nd till the 4th of December this year. Now for Spartan world championship, the ticket details and registration to the programs are mentioned in the links below. Now if you are into running, if you are into adventure and if you are in UAE, you definitely definitely need to check this out. And the second news guys is about Tough Mudder. Now listen guys, there are three things that I'm extremely passionate about. All three of them have some kind of similarity. That is heavy metal, Bitcoin and obstacle course race. Now we've looked at the premier obstacle course race event that is Spartan race which is taking place between the 2nd and 4th of December. But the next one that I'd like to discuss is Tough Mudder. Now Tough Mudder is unique and I did my very first obstacle course race that was Tough Mudder. And Tough Mudder obstacles are more fun, more adventurous and it involves a lot of teamwork. Now the team is putting up an exclusive event in partnership with Abu Dhabi Sports Council. And this event takes place at a unique location at the border of Dubai and Abu Dhabi called as Guntut. The event takes place on the 23rd of this month which is less than 2 weeks from now. It's going to be great 
it's only 5 kilometers of running with 13 obstacles and some of the obstacles are really unique and fun so go to YouTube and just type in Blockness Monster or type in Electroshock Therapy or Pyramid 2.0 you would understand what I'm talking about so listen guys do one thing click on the link below sign up for your very first Tough Mudder event and you can also use my promo code which is George25 for a 25% discount now if you are into running if you are into adventure if you are into obstacle course race you definitely need to sign up for this event so go to the website toughmudderarabia.com and you can also follow them on instagram the instagram handle is toughmudderarabia now since you've taken care of that let's discuss the first news from uae and that is 21 shares list bitcoins etb on nasdaq dubai now before we get into that let me explain what 21 shares is 21 shares was founded in 2018 and the website is 21shares.com and 21 shares makes investing in digital assets as easy as buying shares using your conventional broker or a bank and investors can purchase their crypto that is etp or exchange traded products easily safely and in complete security in a regulated framework on the sixth swiss exchange and on the website it also says that 21 shares is the most expansive suit of crypto ETPs available on regulated European exchanges and 21 shares is led by a team of talented entrepreneurs and experienced professionals from the asset management and banking industry and they are headquartered in Zurich. The company has launched several exchange traded products such as HODL, Bitcoin ETP over the past year. Now guys, I do believe I've covered 21 shares most likely in the last quarter of 2021 or the first quarter of this year. So let me try to give you more information of what the news is. So the news is that 21 shares launches the Middle East first physically backed Bitcoin ETP or exchange traded product on Nasdaq Dubai. And they have a subsidiary firm called 21.co. And crypto investment product firm 21.co said on Wednesday, its subsidiary 21 shares AG has listed a Bitcoin exchange traded product on Nasdaq Dubai, making it the Middle East first physically backed Bitcoin ETP. Now, unfortunately, this news does not make much of an impact on the price of cryptocurrencies, but it is the businesses that tend to benefit by this. Now, the 21 Bitcoin ETP trades under the ticker ABTC in the same way as the 21 shares Bitcoin ETP in Europe and all this information guys is available via routers and another news what I wanted to share about this particular news is that following the Dubai listing 21 shares has 46 listed products in seven countries and let me share some more information that happened prior to launching the ETP in Dubai the Swiss page 21.co last month received 25 million dollars in a funding round that valued it at $2 billion, which it said made Switzerland's largest crypto unicorn. And the global crypto market has suffered a route that has forced some of its biggest players to lay off thousands of employees to cost cost. And Sharif Al-Haddad, who was appointed 21 shares head of Middle East in August, was upbeat saying cryptocurrencies were fast becoming the asset of the future for investors and wealth managers around the world. It'll be really interesting if I do get a chance to speak to Sharif Haladad and discuss this in my podcast session. So I've sent him a message via LinkedIn and I'm definitely hoping to hear back from him. And in that podcasting session, 
or ask quite a lot of information. And one question that I do want to ask him is, with the release of the ETP, how does it help an average individual and how does it help Bitcoin? Now moving on to second news and that is to do with DMCC. Crypto Center members can get access to Brink's 150 million accelerator fund. So DMCC stands for Dubai Multi Commodity Center. So let me try to give more information about this fund. This particular news was published by the Emirates News Agency which is the official channel for Dubai government. Before we get into the news, let me try to give you very basic information of what the DMCC Crypto Center is. And the DMCC Crypto Center is a complete ecosystem for companies that develop Web3 and blockchain technologies and associated value-added services, providing everything that crypto businesses and entrepreneurs need to scale their operations. And the DMCC Crypto Center provides its members' companies with access to capital through global investors, the best local and international industry talent, and a full suite of crypto license that increase the ease of doing business. And the DMCC Crypto Center members can now get access to Brink's 150 million accelerator fund. So the news which is published in Emirates News Agency, that is WAM.ae, is that the DMCC, the world's flagship free zone and government of Dubai Authority on Commodities Trade and Enterprise, has partnered with global venture capital fund Brink, a portfolio company of Amico Brands, a global leader in Web3 and blockchain investment, to provide DMCC Crypto Center members with access to Brink's $150 million accelerator fund. So Brink is essentially a portfolio company of Amico Brands. And Amico Brands, guys, is absolutely massive. In my Metaverse Everything podcast, I did talk about how Amico Brands is working on a Metaverse project in Dubai called as Dubaiverse. And Amico Brands is the company that is also managing the Sandbox Metaverse platform as well. Now let me try to give out some more information. In addition to the comprehensive offering of the DMCC Crypto Center, members will now also gain access to Brink's global network of innovative startups as well as business mentoring service from the new office in DMCC and the partnership will support the long-term and rapid growth of the companies that develop Web3 and blockchain technologies and associated value-added services at the DMCC Crypto Center. So this news is absolutely, absolutely massive, guys. And if you are a startup working in cryptocurrencies, blockchain technology, or even metaverse, DMCC is the place to go. Now, guys, let me try to give some more information about Brink. And Brink is a venture accelerator firm that empowers game changers to help solve some of the world's biggest challenges. And the website is Brink.io, which is spelled for B for Bravo, R for Roger, I for India, N for Nancy, and C for Charlie. Now, some of the information which I found via the LinkedIn profile is that Brink is a different breed of venture capital and accelerator firm. Core to their business is the belief that some of the world's biggest challenges can be solved by entrepreneurs who they like to call game changers, and more game changers will make a positive impact on the world if they are given the right backing, and that's what they are there for to support and mentor founders and their teams from across the world and provide investment to help them grow. And it also states that they believe that technology-focused startups with the right backing and support can fundamentally change how we move, what we eat, how we feel 
and where we live for a better life. Now listen guys, if you are a startup, you definitely need to check out DMCC because the accelerator fund that they have is definitely meant for startups and businesses that can be benefited by it. Now let me try to give some information. By providing an unparalleled environment for crypto entrepreneurs, SMEs and multinationals, the DMCC Crypto Center has attracted over 450 crypto firms since its launch in 2021, making it the largest concentration of blockchain and Web3 businesses in the region. And the DMCC Crypto Center members operate in a broad range of sectors using blockchain, Web3 technologies, maybe even metaverse, in areas such as financial services, healthcare, entertainment, gaming and sustainability. Now, Manav Gupta, who is the founder and CEO of Brink, has said, the newly launched Dubai Metaverse strategy aims to support over 40,000 virtual jobs by 2030, while Dubai's plan to use cutting-edge technology to improve efficiency and sustainability vastly appeals to Brink, whose mandate since inception has been to discover and enhance businesses that creatively solve global problems, and the partnership with DMCC will reveal a new pool of Web3 entrepreneurs and enable them to identify, empower, and invest in startups that shape the future based on a shared thesis and set of ideals. So definitely brilliant saying. And uh, the CEO of DMCC and Executive Chairman Ahmad bin Suleiman has said, we are proud to be partnering with one of the world's leading venture capital firms in this space and to meet the growing demand for our members to access funding while also providing access to Brink's well-connected ecosystem. With so many global challenges occurring simultaneously, major businesses are focused more than ever on accessing the state-of-the-art infrastructure with comfortable working environment, which is exactly that DMCC staffs provide. So definitely, definitely brilliant news. And once again, guys, if you are a startup, if you are a business, DMCC Crypto Center is the place to be. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee ATA from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DX. We are listening to the Ask Me Anything series. The you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And I have a question by Akil who asks, what do you think will happen after the inflation numbers are announced? Now Akil, this is definitely not financial advice, but what I do think 
that the inflation numbers will be high. And what I do feel that a lot of the whales will try to manipulate this particular information. Now, I've been tracking when Jerome Powell tends to go live. And for the next few hours, to be precise, three to four hours, there is not much movement on the price of cryptocurrencies. But after that is when the price of cryptocurrencies either goes up or it goes down. Now, one thing which is different so far as this time's inflation numbers announcement is concerned is that the midterm elections are taking place next month. And this might just be the last time where the Biden administration gets a chance to fix things. Now, if the announcement states that the inflation is getting reduced, if that is the case, I really am not sure how that will impact the price of cryptocurrencies. In the purest sense speaking, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies should go down. But cryptocurrency does not work that way. Irrespective of the news, the Bitcoin wheels do tend to manipulate the information. And what I've been noticing is three to four hours after the announcement is when there's fluctuation that could either go up or it could go down. But what I would recommend Akhil is try to attend the session live. And based on what Jerome Powell says, what I feel is that the inflation numbers that is going to be announced might be relatively less than what people are expecting. If that is the case, I do think that the price of cryptocurrencies might go down. But once again, my price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. Now, based on the inflation numbers, Jerome Powell will be announcing the interest rate possibly two weeks from now. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the inflation numbers are. Now, let's say, for instance, Akil, he does say that the inflation is ridiculously high, much higher than last month. If that is the case, I do think that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will go higher. It just means that the value of US dollars is going down and the world is heading towards a recession. What that would also mean is two weeks from now, the interest rate will be increased significantly. If that is the case, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in the purest sense should be going up. But again, cryptocurrency does not work that way. I have another question by Sally who asks, why do you think the volume of stable coins is low? Now, to be honest, Sally, this particular year has not been the best year for cryptocurrencies. One thing what I can think of is why the volume is low is because the money printing has stopped. Now, since 2020 and 2021, the Biden administration did print a lot of money. So the whole me money printing go bar was one of the reasons why the volume of stable coins and the price of Bitcoin shot to the roof. Now, because the money printing has relatively stopped, that could be one of the reasons why people are not investing in cryptocurrencies. Now, it could also be possible that a lot of these funds are utilized for other things. One thing which I can think of, Sally, is that a lot of the funding and investment is slowly moving to metaverse. Now, could that be one of the reasons why people are not using stable coins and are rather investing into metaverse platforms? I don't know, but that is what I think. And if you look at the impact that Facebook has made just by changing the name from Facebook to Meta, that has gained a lot of interest from cryptocurrencies to metaverse that could be one of the reasons why the volume of stable coins is ridiculously low apart from that even the whole terra luna collapse that has demotivated quite a lot of newbies to getting into cryptocurrencies particularly stable coins but because of that it has clearly had a massive impact 
on the volume of stable coins. So those are some of the reasons, Ali, that I can think of. So that's all for today, guys. Somebody ask me anything series on blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and please check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have Krypton Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Krypton Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And tomorrow guys, we have a Metaverse Everything podcast that we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out the episodes that are going to be released tomorrow. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a brilliant day ahead. Bye-bye.